Welcome to a new episode of Feedback on Track. I'm your host, Nick Dang. How's your week going so far? Would you say you are a confident person? And if yes, what makes you say so? Do you have any techniques to feel more confident? Let's talk today about three things that we can do to feel and look more confident. Obviously, confidence and specifically self-confidence, it's a huge topic. And we're not going to be able to cover it all in only one episode. So this will be a recurring theme in the podcast because I believe self-confidence is pretty much everything. Everything that you do in life comes from self-confidence or the like thereof. Therefore, we can only approach self-confidence, confidence in general, from specific angles. And this idea for today's episode just came up to me yesterday as I was walking on the street. So yesterday I was going to the park. As you may know by now, I go run in the park just to let off steam, to relax, to come up with new ideas, to work on my cardio also. And so the park is about less than a mile away from my house. So obviously I know how to get there. Um, and, and when usually I go, it's more on a robotic way. I would say on a automatic mode. Of course, I, I walk and see what's around me. I kind of take a look at buildings, at people and so on, but I'm really in the mode that I have a goal and I'm just going there to make it happen. And yesterday I realized that has a huge impact on the way you carry yourself and on the way people perceive you too. I was walking pretty fast paced. Um, I, I have long legs, okay, so I walk pretty fast. And um, I knew where I was going and I was kind of excited to get to the park and start running. So obviously my pace was high and, and my vision of the goal was so clear that I, I was really focused on it. And maybe I was kind of disregarding a lot of things around me. And coming towards me, I saw that expat. So basically I knew he was a foreigner and, and basically we are in the same position here, the same situation. And when I saw him, he kind of looked a bit confused, uh, a bit hesitant. The way he was walking, the way he was trying to pick up for clues and signals in his environment, the way he was walking, the way he was trying to find his way. And at some point, we look into each other's eyes, me walking fast and, and him walking towards me. And, and I felt he was a bit hesitant in looking at me and he was kind of looking on the other way. Really, in this case, I felt, wow, he's not so confident. He, he, he feels like something is heavy on his shoulder. And that's not a situation that is very foreign for me. I've been in this situation many times before. I've been in countries that were not my home country. I've started new lives in five different countries. And I know the feeling of being alone, not really knowing what to do yet, and still trying to, of course, build your life, uh, start your adventure in a foreign environment. And then I, I thought about it and I was more looking at myself from an observant point of view, which meant that I could see myself and perceive the way I was walking, the way I was behaving. And because I've been here for about a year now, of course, I know where to go. I, it's a bit clearer, it's a bit easier. That's when I thought about self-confidence because just of our body languages, the way we looked at each other, the way we uh, embraced our environment, the way we were walking, our posture, and I realized that 
self-confidence first comes with the way you walk. I like to say, and I think I've heard that before, but it's called you got to walk with a purpose. So it does not necessarily mean that you have the objective of going to the grocery store and buy some milk. It's not a life purpose. I'm, I'm talking about really what are you trying to accomplish in your life? Because here's the thing. If you are clear with what you are trying to accomplish in your life, you have a solid goal, you have a solid life vision, almost like a mission. What are you trying to do with your life that makes a difference? If this is clearly defined in your mind, in your daily life, your goal is to find the shortest way to get there, which means that you walk with a purpose that everything that you do, everything that you think makes you walk a bit closer towards this purpose. It means also that because your life mission, vision, it's bigger than anything else, you will have a natural tendency to disregard, even to be unaware of little things around you. Which means that if you walk with a purpose in your life, you don't let yourself be bothered by little things. Because somehow you know they are not relevant, you know they are not important, and they're not taking you closer to where you're trying to be. So walking with a purpose means you are clear of where you are going, you are really clear about why you want to get there, and that just shows in the way you walk. And thinking about the way I was walking and looking at this guy, I realized a few things just on a body language standpoint. I was walking in a pretty fast pace, and I was walking straight, like my back was straight, and because I was in some kind of a movement, I, my shoulders were rolled back. I was walking at a steady pace. And it's almost like I was so straight that I could tower over other people. The fact that you know where you're going, you know why you're going there, it makes you feel like, oh, okay, I'm feeling good about myself. I know that I have something specific to do rather than just wandering around and then drifting somewhere else. And, and that's when you know what you have to do you feel more confident. And the way I was walking, the way I was carrying myself actually showed. And maybe when I saw this guy, on the other hand, was more a bit confused, kind of slouching while walking. His head and look was going down. And it really struck me because I've been in this position before and I could sense and know exactly what he was going through. Unlike me, who now know what I have to do on a daily basis, And it's as if I was walking on water. You know, I was surfing. I was just zooming through the streets because small details did not really impact me. When people try to uh, run the light or the cars are not yielding to pedestrians on the crosswalk, for example, usually that bothers me. But for that day, going to the park, knowing that I wanted to run and get my, my exercise on, it felt like irrelevant completely. And when you think about it, you realize that you don't have the time or the energy to care about anything that is not taking you closer to your purpose. And we all have limited amounts of energy. So the more energy you spend on little things, the more you diversify, I would say, the way you spread your energy into things that don't make sense. This is that much energy you cannot recover to use towards your main objectives. So walking with a purpose is essential because not only does it 
boost your confidence in a way that the body language itself puts you in a more powerful position. Also, the way people are going to perceive you. And again, it's like a virtuous circle because the way people are going to perceive you, they will think, wow, this person is so confident. He knows what he's doing. He feels like on track with his life. Therefore, people respect you more, admire you more, maybe are happy to see somebody who knows what they're doing. And in turn, it gets back on you because you realize, wow, people are looking at me in a very positive way, which gives you even more confidence in yourself. So definitely walk with a purpose. Know where you're going, know why you're doing it, and you will see a huge change in the way you carry yourself. Now, another tip to feel more confident, and this one is a bit funny because the examples I'm about to give you will probably make you smile. I've realized that if you want to feel more confident, and it's hard to do that on a daily basis, you don't know what to follow. What kind of model should you follow? Like how exactly should I feel more confident and what are the steps for me to go through every day to feel more confident? And because I still don't have a clear answer on that, I just decided to pick a role model, a figure that makes me feel more confident. What I mean by that is pick someone that you respect, admire, and do everything the way that they do it. I'm talking about business people. I'm talking about actors, entertainment people, um, singers, athletes, I don't know, anybody maybe that is famous, or even if you know someone in your circle of people that you really admire, that you respect for their apparent self-confidence, then pick that person. So I want to mention two names because for me, they, they are the epitome of self-confidence, at least in their movies. And sometimes you can see that shining through during interviews. But I want to mention Ryan Gosling and George Clooney. So, of course, everybody knows George Clooney. I mean, who wouldn't know him? And every time you see this guy, like during interviews, during TV shows, on late night shows, I mean, seriously, isn't this guy the most confident person you've ever seen on TV? I mean, just check out David Letterman's show or any late show that he's been on. The way he enters the stage, he takes the time to look at everybody in the audience. He smiles, you know, with the typical George Clooney signature smile. And then he takes the time to embrace the surroundings, shake the host hands, and then sit down, make himself comfortable, readjust his pants, his suit, and then start smiling, saying nothing. I mean, how many people do you know can do that? and people would just keep applauding him. So George Clooney could be an example. I mean, you don't necessarily need to like his acting, but you have to recognize that the level of confidence he exudes is pretty intense. So George Clooney might be one. Now I'm thinking about Ryan Gosling because, okay, not only is this guy one of the most handsome guys in the world, but on top of that, he acted in a movie that was pretty funny. And I don't know if you've seen it, it's called Crazy Stupid Love with Steve Carell. I believe it was hmm, probably a good 10 years ago, maybe 2012, 2013. Anyway, in this movie, Steve Carell is a divorcee. Um, his life is completely off track. He can't seem to find a way back to, to living a regular life. And he's all desperate. And he's sitting at the bar and, and drinking and talking to everybody about his failed divorce, failed marriage. 
in the bar, you got Ryan Gosling all pimped out, like with designer suit, like perfect hair, like talking to many girls. And he's just observing Steve Carell from far. Anyway, long story short, in this movie, Ryan Gosling basically becomes Steve Carell's dating coach. From giving him a makeover, buying new clothes, explaining him everything about confidence, about how you you stand up, how you sit down, how you show what kind of body language exudes confidence, anything that is related to give a boost to Steve Carell's failed life. And the transformation actually is pretty funny. It works really well. But in this movie, if you see Ryan Gosling, I mean... You don't know how to boost yourself confidence-wise on a daily basis. Please watch this movie. If you're a guy, maybe more than a woman, but you will see that, wow, I could use some of his lines. <laughs> I could use some of his postures. I could use some of his comfort in front of people. And yes, if that can be a role model, I sometimes I use it. I remember some scenes of the movie when I'm feeling down and I'm thinking, wow, you know what? Let me try to become like this. So of course, physically speaking, nope. I don't look anything like Ryan Gosling, unfortunately, but by just pretending that I do, suddenly I feel like it's almost true. I feel like I'm part of a character and this character always draws so much attention, positive attention. And therefore, when I realize that, it makes me feel so much better. I can basically address any topics, um, approach any problems with more confidence, just because I'm putting myself in somebody else's shoes. And what happens is my demeanor changes completely because now I'm having fun with it. I don't take things so seriously. And confidence is is when you can let go of of the serious stuff too, the things that worries you, the things that, that feels like a burden on your shoulders. When you can take this off from the equation you feel lighter, you feel more approachable, you feel more willing to try things that you wouldn't try normally. And by taking on a new character like this, you have fun. Imagine you're just acting. One thing we have to remember is our brains works this way. When you convince yourself that something is true, your brain really takes it as a new reality. And if you believe and you keep telling yourself, you know what, I'm walking like George Clooney, I'm speaking like Ryan Gosling, at some point your brains have trouble understanding what's the fantasy and what's the reality. Of course, this can go both ways in a a negative way too. But if you inject positive reinforcement and things that you wish that you could be, and that makes you feel good and that makes you feel more confident, at some point your brain will take that as a new reality. And by doing this, taking on a figure that you really uh, admire, that you really uh, respect, you embrace everything they say, everything they do, suddenly you become a bit like them. Pick someone that you admire and respect and like and act like them whenever you feel down. And let me know how it feels. Another way to feel more confident, and it's almost like the, the exact opposite of what we just talked about, See, with all this social media nonsense, and I call it nonsense because I don't think social media brings so much positivity in the world. Of course, we can always talk about connectivity, about information flow and everything, but I'm thinking about more of a negative aspect. And that negative aspect specifically is about showing only the good things about yourself, 
showing only the moments when you feel happy, that you feel at your best, and making people believe that this is your whole life. Unfortunately, the problem is that it's not true at all. Because by showing the moments you feel only happy, that you feel so confident, you're not really revealing the moments you feel like crap, the moments that you really don't enjoy your life, and the moments you are not traveling and taking pictures of your breakfast in a restaurant. That being said, if you cannot admire somebody, if you cannot find a role model that fits you, then the other end of the spectrum is find someone that you know, maybe a celebrity again, or maybe I I would think more about somebody in your circle of friends, of acquaintances, even in your family, that's always looking depressed, always looking negative, talking negative, like almost they always have something on their mind. And this mindset, this mentality reflects on their behavior that in turn reflects on their self-confidence. Pick that person and think about him or her and what you're going to do. Even maybe also you walk on the street and you see that person the same way I saw that guy uh, when I was walking yesterday. Think about, about him or her and realize one thing. Everything in life is relative to something else. So you might feel not confident most of the time. You might feel insecure about yourself, about your life, about your accomplishments, about your personality. Yet there will always be people that have it worse than you. Okay, let me repeat that because we have a tendency to forget there will always be people in worse situations than you are right now. And as much as you feel that your life sucks sometimes, realize there's always somebody, at least one person, that got it worse than you do. And you have to keep that in mind because it applies to self-confidence as well. If you feel that you're not confident, if you feel you lack abilities, like competencies, if you feel that you don't exude the behavior you wish, like maybe people you admire more, realize that for one time you don't feel confident, there's at least 10,000 people that feel worse than you at this precise moment. And you need to remember that on a daily basis. Life is always about worse and better. Somehow, we stand in the middle. We strive to do better most of the time, but as many times we're gonna go towards the worst aspect of things. But still, they will always be better than you and they will always be worse than you. So not only this little exercise teaches you how to be more confident, it also teaches you how to be more humble. When you become more humble, you become more confident because you don't get distracted by irrelevant things around you. You don't feel like pulled away from your main objective and that's being humble. And also... If you know there's always somebody that's got it worse than you, it's a way to help you to stop complaining. We complain. I don't even know how many times a day, but I think it's way too many times. We complain too much, whereas we should be looking at, yes, some people are more successful. Some people got more money, got more friends, got a better career path. Where do I stand here compared to them? On the other hand, though, where do I stand compared to people who didn't have as many opportunities as I got throughout my life, who didn't get lucky enough to study where they wanted to study, who probably don't even have enough money to eat on a daily basis? 
So you stand in the middle somewhere. Imagine a meter and you keep moving, tilting towards worse, better, worse, and worse, and better. When you know that and when you keep that in mind, you stop complaining. You realize that everything comes in black and white, not only one side of the coin, and this helps you feel more confident. So what are the three takeaways for today's episode? The first one, we talked about walking with a purpose. When you know where you're going on a daily basis for your life vision, for your life mission, you have a, have a clear objective of what you want to try to accomplish in your life, your behavior, your demeanor is going to be impacted because everything you are trying to do is geared towards that main objective. Therefore, you disregard little things and you just head towards your final purpose. That shows in the way you walk, in the way you talk, in the way you behave in front of other people. Number two, visualize and feel like the one you want to become. Again, pick an actor, a celebrity, a business person, somebody that you know and you respect and admire for their self-confidence. And then just do exactly the way they do, the way they talk, the way they sit down, the way they walk, the way they interact with people. And soon enough, you feel the injection of self-confidence in you because you're borrowing it, let's say, from somebody else, somebody who's been really working on their self-confidence. Number three, confidence is all relative. There's always better and always worse than us in life. Keep that in mind. Otherwise, you'll go crazy. You'll go crazy trying to reach something that you can never achieve just because you feel that you should look like and resemble that super successful person. On the other hand, don't beat yourself down just because you feel bad one day. You know that some people got it worse than you. So appreciate what you have. Understand that it's not always easy, but move forward. When was the last time you felt confidence? What triggered this wave of confidence? And do you think you can replicate this type of feeling? Feel free to share with me this kind of moment, this kind of experience. I would like to hear how you manage it and what kind of techniques you have. And as always, if you like this episode, please share it with someone who always beat themselves down and would definitely benefit from a spurt of confidence. Thank you for listening to this new episode of Feedback on Track. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button to listen to two new episodes every week. And I will see you again on our next episode.